They said it couldn't be done. No, wait, no, that's, that's, they said it wouldn't be done. That's what I meant to say. They said, um, you won't do that. You you won't you you won't uh, create a deal that nobody likes. Well, Biden Biden said that he would never negotiate over the debt ceiling. He simply wouldn't do it. I, I'm not going to negotiate with terrorists. Yeah, <laughs> and he but, even had like an opportunity to not negotiate over the debt ceiling during lame duck session over the midterm election. Yeah, they yeah, could have just they could have done that. They could have just done it. Honestly, yeah. like he's got a good case for throwing uh, McCarthy right in Guantanamo Bay. I mean. Imagine the ravaging this would do to the um, global economy. It's true. Yeah, that's a good point. And it, it should be the Freedom Caucus that's thrown into Guantanamo Bay. Probably. He, he calls up uh, DeSantis. He's like, I got a job for you. <laughs> <laughs> Time to bring you back to your, your, your roots. One yeah. last job. Yeah, one last job. Yeah. And, and, and I don't even understand how you could like look McCarthy in the eye and say like, like, I'm, I have a a negotiating partner that can bring home what he says like he's willing he to do. Barely he barely like, got the to, position. Yeah, like Matt Gates has a gun to his head or like <laughs> like he'll take away his job if he doesn't like how like if he's unsatisfied with how many poor people he throws out on the street. Like it's like not he doesn't have the ability to like wrangle Congress. Like, no. He just doesn't. Like this no, I, I I'm not even fully convinced it's over yet. Oh, it's definitely not right? over. You know, oh, like, it's like, definitely this isn't not gonna... over. I mean, the progressives will fold. Oh, yeah. But once it gets, like, the, the the Freedom Caucus is already, like, you know, saying abs- under no circumstances will we vote for this. Yeah. So, because it, it doesn't hurt enough poor people. Yeah. And there's this, <laughs> um, I, there's one thing I could uh, ask, like, all apps to do, just every single app, mm-hmm. is, like, when I leave the app, and I come back to it, it should be exactly the way I fucking left it. Yeah, yeah, that would be and nice. And I could just keep going. I just, I fucking want that. The, I, I think ha- the listeners tweet- love these complaints yeah. about what's yeah. happening on your <laughs> phone as yeah. we record. Okay. But um, there's... Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. A guy from uh, uh, Roll Call uh, yeah. posted this uh, thing where he says, this is, here's a one-pager GOP leadership is circulating about the deal. So here's what... Uh, they're calling it the Fiscal Responsibility Act. Okay. Uh, where they will stop out-of-control inflationary spending by uh, cut spending year-over-year, year, including a rollback of non-defense discretionary spending. Non-defense yeah. only. Limit mm. uh, top-line federal spending to 1% annual growth for the next six years. Uh, uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, reforms to SNAP and TANF to, uh, yeah, so yeah, it's just like work requirements on on all the food stamps because uh, you uh, know the less you work the less you need those those programs obviously slash 400 million dollars from cdc um, <laughs> yeah we found out we yeah don't need don't them. need that yeah apparently uh 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 do do pay go for uh uh executive um uh legislation what does so, that mean so that means you have to prove that you can pay for it before oh if it's not already it. in the budget you have to yeah yeah so you're gonna do that for like executive level stuff also well don't worry they'll be able to pay for it through the irs because we just gave the irs a bunch of extra money to start nope. cracking down no we're, we're slashing <laughs> uh all the staffing funding requests for new irs agents and oh shit yeah oh. And, and their um like like technology upgrades and stuff like that, that. Would be like if a restaurant wanted to improve its profits and it just said, like, we're just going to cut our best sellers from the menu. Yeah. And then that way we won't have to buy the food to make them. Yeah. 
sound fiscal policy. <laughs> yeah, and there's just like a bunch of other stuff in here that's that um isn't being reported on that and it, so like rolling back the the tax cuts to the super rich that accounted for what was like a 14 trillion dollar yeah like, like well, that's gonna over stay 10 in, of years course. no yeah. no new taxes they promised yeah, that no, yeah no new okay taxes. Yeah. okay so it's it, it's it, and and um defense spending is going up yes so we're which it always must yeah yeah uh so the it, it's um <sighs> yo i, I, uh, I i'm sorry oh, they're restarting they want to restart uh student loan repayments and they say like so to to make people be <laughs> responsible for repaying their student loans <laughs> So just making it official, dead in the water, the, um, yeah. the Biden um, student loan Which Biden just Act. agreed to. You know, I, I hate to say it. I think Joe Biden's losing it, guys. <laughs> I think, <laughs> wow, you think so? Maybe? I, you know, I, I've given him the benefit of the doubt. You know? It's true. And, we have <laughs> on this show consistently given him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. That's actually kind of true. Like, when he has done good things... Well, just like we've called it out, just like Trump, you know, like, you know, like you, you got to give credit where credit's due. There was there was things that Trump did that you were, have to hand it to them. He brought, no matter he who brought it peace is. to the Korean peninsula. He, yeah. <laughs> well, hey, in Trump's defense, didn't start a new war. Can't say that about literally any other president except for maybe Carter. Biden hasn't started a new war. Um, Ukraine. Biden didn't start you. Come on. We can't blame. It certainly fueled it. But I don't think that we can blame the Biden administration for war in Ukraine. Uh, certainly hasn't tried to do anything to uh, stop it and or... Um, well, by that measure, Trump, and, I mean... But, I mean, Trump didn't, like, fund, you know, uh, Ukraine to, like, twice the amount that we were funding Afghanistan. No, you that's know what true. I mean? That's yeah. true. No, you're right. Yeah. No, I, and then I, Brandon ended the war in Afghanistan. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I, there's, like, I yeah, mean, there's something say, like, like, Trump is, has, uh, you know, has some responsibility for what happened in Yemen. Um is it with what he did with the Saudis? Like, I, that's probably. I think he has some responsibility for the for the war in Ukraine. Sure, I mean Obama did the same thing though. Yeah, like, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, yeah, they all yeah. suck. Yeah, all yes. yeah. It turns out they all suck. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, they're all really, really bad. Oh, happy birthday to Kissinger, by the way. Oh, oh yeah. hundred hey, years 100 old years. this 100. week. Wow, we love to see it. A century of it's never gonna fucking die. Piss and shit, piece of fucking garbage. <laughs> I, that was it was incoherent that's, that's, it's be just a like, yeah, yeah, that's, that's, how, that's yeah. how mad david is about henry kissinger yeah, yeah. fucking piece of piss and shit garbage uh 10 billion reduction in funds for the irs damn Wait, oh god that just damn. drives me fucking nuts yeah um uh imposition of a one or two year time limit to complete environmental reviews for energy projects wait what they're the cutting red tape david. Yeah, yeah cutting red tape um, they both agreed on that one. Oh, yeah, that, that was something they both liked. Yeah. Uh, a temporary expansion of the requirement that some able-bodied people without dependents hold a job or be enrolled in a job training program in order to receive food stamps, which is a Republican priority. And it's like, it's just temporary. It's not connected to anything. So it's just like, it's just clearly like, let's fuck, let's just like play with poor people and like fuck them up a little bit. Like that's all the, and yeah, and, and it's, it's not, oh God, they don't even bother like saying why or like connecting it to anything in particular. It's just like, we're just going to do this for a little while. They're going to lift people out of poverty, David. <laughs> that's God. what they literally said. The, these, the, you know, these uh, stipulations serve the purpose of lifting people out of poverty. Yeah, they should call it the work shall set you free act. By cutting yeah, right? people off of fundamental government services, they're lifting them out of poverty. 
That is the most 1984 doublespeak I can fucking imagine. Yeah, it's really, really bleak. I mean, you know, considering um, <laughs> considering what would happen if they, uh, you know, did default, um, the poor would be the first and biggest group of people to massively suffer. So Absolutely. now they're going to suffer either way. Yep. And so, you know. And everybody hates it, which is cast. how you know it's good legislation because <laughs> nobody's happy with it. That's literally what McCarthy said. Yeah. So so am I right in my prediction from like last week that this is basically just what austerity politics theater looks like yeah. with a bipartisan yeah, consensus absolutely. on the, you know, the, the interests of the ruling class above all? Sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the, the debt ceiling debates just always seem to be like these artificial pinch points where they just are like, okay, guys, let's do the thing where you ask for a bunch of, where the Republicans ask for just like a ton of like horrendous cuts and increases in military spending. And then we're, and then the Democrats go, oh my gosh, no, don't do it. And then like, and they just like have to do it. And then just like something really terrible gets put out that you wouldn't, that if you just like proposed it without any sort of, like gun to the head of of like the global economy like would never be done but now we do this like every couple years whenever there's a democrat in office because can you you imagine what bernie would have done he just he he wasn't a serious enough player he could he couldn't reach across the aisle and and work with uh yeah you know yeah he would have blown up the global economy (laughs) darn it this was something he said right he said like that we should pass a a a a a budget or a um a a debt ceiling limit deal before the the new congress get, yeah. comes in yeah. and the democrats don't do it which is why you know that they like this too yeah they love right it. they love this they, yeah. love they all everyone involved thinks this is great yeah every single one of them yeah everyone in congressional leadership yeah yeah and can you imagine what we would have gotten as a deal if a Republican was in, in power? The Republicans would have just nuked the uh, the global economy. Oh, wait. Would, would, would they have? <laughs> no, no. They, no huh. they, this doesn't come up huh. when there's a Republican president, huh. right? Like, they, they just, it, they just huh. raise the debt ceiling. Yeah. Like, nothing happens. Because when Republicans are in power, Republicans are in power. When Democrats are in power, Republicans are in power. And that's why Ironweeds endorses... The Republican ticket. I'll yeah. be down right. the, yeah. the ticket. Yeah. Just vote them all in. So we're going to do a bonus episode on the debt ceiling, the history of it, how it functions, what the consequences for, like, you know, not raising it would be, because that's something that I think very few people ever talk about in this context. So um, look forward to that. We're probably going to do that next week. Hell yeah. Fucking debt ceiling. It's so fake. It's so oh, fake. It's, a, it's super fake. We we are the only democracy in the world that has a debt ceiling except for Denmark, which is a country of six million people, and their debt ceiling is so high com- relative to their population. I don't remember exactly what it is. It's in like the tens of billions, but it's so high relative to their spending that it might as well be like a trillion, billion, trillion dollars. They'll never <laughs> reach it, and they know that, and so it isn't a political bargaining chip. You know, it's... So yeah, greatest greatest yep. country in the world. So if this deal, which it it's it's this isn't even close to over, right? Uh, it go it's going to go to Congress. Kevin McCarthy can't control Matt Gates and a bunch of other freaks. Uh, is it like the guy from Utah, Rob Lee, or something? Lee has already said like I'm I'm ready to vote against this like right now. 
Uh, you well, know, yeah, they're all already yeah. saying they're yeah. not going to vote for it. Yeah. So like, so this is it's going to be Democrats who pass this. It's yeah. going to have to be Democrats who pass this. They're going to have to but, peel off enough Dems in the House. Yeah. To make up for all the Republicans that won't vote for it. Yeah. So so this is going to be a fucking shit show. Uh, in the in the in the House, and then it'll go to the Senate, where Democrats ostensibly control it marginally. Except for fucking Diane Feinstein. Oh my god. Who is uh like just like a wheeled out weekend at Bernie's corpse that just like you know That's you, really sexist of you to say, David. Yeah, for real. You wouldn't I, say that about a man. I, I just called it her weekend at Bernie's. Yeah. Uh, no, they um uh, no here, here here's something more sexist, right? So you know like when oh bees uh, when like their queen stops laying eggs, or there's like there's something wrong with the queen, yeah. they all huddle around her and, and like heat her to and, death. And, yeah, and like yeah, heat her to death. Mm-hmm. That's basically even what, sacrificing some of their own in the process. Yeah, that's like what Diane Feinstein's staff is do to her right now. <laughs> or like so now there's just like this New York Times article about about <laughs> Diane Feinstein. And it's just that's like a her, really good analogy. Her staff just like is increasingly <laughs> yeah like buzzing around closer to her. Like they hand her <laughs> papers to just like read it. They, like they're literally like fighting off reporters, like punching yeah. them. Yeah, get get away from our our yeah. They're like blocking. They're blocking photos of her. And in order to vote, what they do is they hold her in the hallway in a in, in a wheelchair. And then when it's time for her to vote, they physically wheel her into the chamber where she has to be to vote, hand her a piece of paper, she reads a piece of paper, and then they wheel her back out. Yeah. That is, that's how Diane Feinstein legislates now. Do, do they, like, grab her arm and go, yay? <laughs> just, like, have it tied <laughs> one of them, to a One stick. of them is behind yeah. her just going, yay! <laughs> yes, they, yeah, they, they whisper into her ear to, like, tell her things to say. And, and do, hand her pieces of paper that she reads paper. from. Yeah. And, like, yeah. I mean, honestly, how different is this from a, a, all the rest of the able-bodied uh, senators? <laughs> I mean, I think all senators and all con- all congressional representatives rely heavily on aides. Yeah, not and like their aides, like helpers. And they also don't write um, their own legislation, like at all. No, they it's don't. All, no, no, you know, fucking... they don't even decide how to vote on legislation by themselves. They get, they take voting recommendations from their staffers, and yeah. then they you know read them and they decide how to do it. But like, this is at a this is at a whole other level. <laughs> this is like at you know she is doing she is a figurehead at this point. Yeah. So, I mean. Once again, how different? A majority of her constituents <laughs> want her. I think it, it's very different. If you just like watch the way that she function, doesn't function in Congress. It's it is it's very different. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I was like, I guess I would. The most generous thing, yeah, is that like, yeah, you know, like it, it, uh, there's a ton of really complicated legislation that senators constantly have to do and like i don't know how any one person would be able to like do the kind of like cartoon like uh version of a elected official where like they do all the work themselves and then come up with like their own reasoned argument like that doesn't (laughs) fucking happen of course but but, she doesn't know where she is but she doesn't know yeah yeah but it's like you can feed all you can have like a well oiled machine of like staff that like give like have all these different ideas and like give you the pros and cons of each different thing but then you're handing it to like a like a a half dead person she was out with encephalitis what is that it's, it's it's swelling of the brain, I believe. Yeah, yeah. 
that was that yeah. was induced by shingles, and Oof. she told reporters that she was out with the flu. Oof. Sitting senators cannot lie to the press about their medical conditions. That is unprecedented. Mm-hmm. Except for the time that Trump said that he was the... He's not a senator. <laughs> that doesn't count. Yeah, okay, yeah. He's, he was just the and president. And you don't know that he isn't the healthiest president to have ever, <laughs> yeah. to have ever served. <laughs> you don't... We can't know that, okay? No, like, she she lies to the press. Now, whether or not she knowingly lies to the press is uh, doubtful. See, I think she's probably what... just living in a in a dream world and saying whatever she thinks might be true. The when she was senator. asked, she was <laughs> she was asked about her time out, her her time away, and told them that she hadn't been away, that she had been present and voting. She had been out for three weeks with encephalitis. And she told reporters that she had been there the whole time voting in person. Wow. (laughs) That is different, okay? That is different from Bernie Sanders having aides who advise him on how to vote on legislation. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Bernie Sanders has aides? No, okay. (laughs) I know. Every time I say aides, I think, When Vice President Kamala Harris was presiding over the (laughs) chamber last year, and one of many instances in which she was called upon to cast a tie-breaking vote. Because, you know, it's an even Senate. Yeah. So... That's going to happen. Ms. Feinstein expressed confusion, according to a person who witnessed the scene, asking her colleagues, what is she doing here? (laughs) Which, you know, that might actually have been a moment of clarity. (laughs) I mean, to me, it sounds like a veiled, like, what is that black doing up there? Like that, like, you know, they they say that once you start to develop dementia, that's one of the first things that happens to you is all of those unsaid biases start coming uh, back, coming right out of your mouth. Yeah. uh, since she's returned to work on a limited schedule as she recovers from shingles and multiple serious complications, Ugh. Ms. Feinstein's staff has made sure she is never alone and is heavily protected. The Capitol Police and the Senate Sergeant at Arms have gone to great lengths to keep Ms. Feinstein shielded from photographers and reporters. Uh, the Los Angeles Times reported helping a helping to create a bubble around her as aides run interference on her behalf. Can you imagine being like a 25 year old like Secret Service member and like somebody comes out with like like a handgun coming up to Feinstein? You look over at Feinstein and she's like asleep and like drooling. And yeah, you're like. I've got to die for this woman. <laughs> it's the righteous. It's the correct thing to do. Yeah. So. Representative of, I believe she, as a senator, represents the most people in the country, or one yeah. of the highest. Yeah, she, forty million, forty million, people. forty million Californians. Yeah, damn. Right, California is the most populous state, I yeah. believe. Yeah. yeah, so that's cool. Yeah, that is the. It is the more most, than a tenth of the population she represents. Yeah, it's like it's like the president. And then the senators from California, yeah. like, represent the most. And the majority of, people, of her ostensibly. constituents want her to resign. Yep. And yep. she's in the Senate till 2025. And she has said, her aides have said that she's not going to, to run again. And she has said that she is going to run again. So who the fuck knows what she's actually going to do? You know what? If, if Biden does ditch Harris... He should pick up Feinstein. <laughs> she should run for president. Yeah, yeah. Make it make, to make Joe Biden look youthful by comparison. Yeah, they're all, they're he'll be on a bike. They're he, he'll be like towing her yeah. in her in her chair, like on his bicycle, and he'll the, be like, "Look how fucking fit I am." <laughs> they're only like eight years apart, I think, eight or nine years apart. Yeah, but so, she's those she's, are, those are a long eight years. It was a long but, eight years. Yeah, yeah, but like we're. They, they're telling us to vote for him again for half that. 
to be president for half that yeah. time. So very, very healthy, uh, you know, political process. Very going on. extremely De- healthy. Definitely uh, working like a well-oiled machine. Certainly not, you know, um, about to totally fucking collapse. Um, yeah, it's really, we're, you know, like sometimes I'm like, oh shit, like maybe we should check in on like how our legislature is, is doing. And then, you know, you find out and you're like, oh, it's great. fine. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. I, I was worried there for a yeah. moment. No, don't be worried. No, no need to worry. Oh, and, and, uh, clammy Ron announced his presidency. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. He's he's running, folks. He's running. Ron De Sanctimonious. Yeah, we love to see it. Yeah, on a failed it was Twitter the, stream. We, the budget or the budget, the video. Did you see it? Yeah, the video is very strange. It's got a bunch of Elon Musk in it. Yeah, it, I don't think that that was his official no release. I don't, I don't. But it was made by like a Stan account. Yeah, and it's just like uh, the audio is from like this the Twitter stream that he did. It sounds like announcing dog it. shit, too. Where, where, yeah, and, the, the, and even, I mean, like, even the thing that DeSantis is saying it sounds like like a, like a college freshman essay, like, listing current American events. Yeah, because like just Liberty like, University. It's, yeah. it's, like, going in, di- it goes back and forth to, like, different things, and it's, like, and it's just, like, saying, uh, oh, you know, like, the, the woke uh, corporations want to take away your freedom. Yeah, sure, yeah. It's pretty crazy that they found a Republican candidate that turns my stomach more than Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, so, so the whole thing is, like, seven minutes. I'm, we're obviously not going to subject you to that, but here's, like, a short clip from the New York Times. It's about 40 seconds, so hang on. I am running for president of the United States to lead our great American comeback. Look, we know our country's going in the wrong direction. We see it with our eyes and we feel it in our bones. Our southern borders <laughs> collapse. Bones. Drugs are pouring into the country. Our cities are being hollowed out by spiking crime. Not true. The federal government's making it harder for the average family to make ends meet and to attain yeah, and you maintain are. a middle class lifestyle. And our president. Well, he lacks vigor, flounders in the face of our nation's right, challenges, and he takes his cues from the woke mob. That's I don't true. think no. it has to be this way. American decline is not inevitable. It is a choice. And we should choose a new direction, a path that will lead to American revitalization. So, yeah, that was the uh, in case you didn't know, President Biden is beholden to the woke mob, which yep. I had not heard before. Yeah. But uh, apparently... Sounds like he's it's beholden to um, McCarthy. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that was Ron DeSanctimonious's. Um, th- there's a full, like, seven-minute video that I shan't be listening to. Um, but, yeah, he announced in Twitter spaces. How lame is that? God, it's so owned. It's such a weird thing. It's like, hey, you know how everyone in America loves Zoom? Yeah. Right. Like, thinks that it's the fucking shit? Yeah. Um, well, we're going to take, like, the video portion of that out. Yeah. And then uh, put about three or four layers of technical difficulties in. Yeah. And Make it sound like absolute dog shit. Yeah. Totally bizarre. And yeah. Elon Musk is like, we broke the internet. Uh, it's like no, dude. We, you you broke Twitter. <laughs> yeah, you made Twitter shittier, and it couldn't handle a small influx of traffic. Not even a million people. Not even a million people. That's embarrassing. Do you know how many people watched fucking Alexandria Ocasio Cortez play Among Us? <laughs> it was like three million. It wasn't was like it? It, no, it was like more than it was. It was a lot of people. It was many, many more times yeah. uh, the the fucking Ron DeSantis announcement and no technical difficulties. 
high def streaming video. Yeah. For her gorgeous, gorgeous face. <laughs> Real hottie. Smoke, smoke show 10 out of 10. And uh, now I'm imagining Joe Biden, like with a black eye in the back of a gay bar. <laughs> we told you to give us uh, the target. <laughs> That we the could tuck give. underwear. We told <laughs> we, we, we wanted the tuck underwear and the target. What it, What are you doing for us? What are you doing for us there? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> that was lost on me. What are you, what are we hey, hey, about? Jack. I, I'm trying to get the target to be gayer. I, I don't know what to tell you, man. <laughs> what are you guys talking about? <laughs> you don't know about Target? No. Oh my god! They're, they're, they're being destroyed by the by the righteous right wing. Target really? Target is being targeted. So Target does every year a bunch of Pride merchandise. Okay. Um, a bunch of Pride themed, like everything from like shirts and swimsuits to like even like baby onesies and stuff like that. And this year, for whatever reason, the the woke right wing decided that this was like the most egregious offense to Western civilization that Target is selling gay stuff. And um a big like uh, a big focus of it was a bathing suit that is designed to let you tuck. Uh, like your junk? Yeah. Oh, whoa. Yeah. For, like, trans women, you know? Oh, um, okay, okay. And this was, like... <laughs> this is a bridge it too sent far. Them, it sent them into a fucking frenzy. So then Target released its April numbers. April, keep that in mind. It's April numbers, okay. and they were down. This all started in the second week of May. But they all of these fucking idiots were like, like look we at what it. we've done to we Target. Oh, my God. They're totally <laughs> tanking. We're going to run this place out of business. So, yeah. Wow. And Target capitulated and took a bunch of its uh, took a bunch of its pride merchandise down. Which wow. Is, yeah. There's also a really incredible um, Christian rapper that has an anti anti Target song that's um, uh uh, filmed in a Target, and if you mute it, it looks like an ad for Target. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Which is, and, and also the guy just looks absolutely crazy. He's got like this weird, like faded, uh, um, uh, beard that is, and, and I don't know. There's, there's, you can't. The audio medium does not do him justice to like describe this guy's entire vibe. It's like really fucking disturbing. Uh, you just have to go find it. Wow. Yeah. Uh, what's the guy's name? I, I don't remember. Well, I hope um, he forms like a um, West Side Story style like um, gang, like street gang, mm, and then sure. they uh, square off against the Swifties. Oh boy, and Taylor Swift's in trouble too. Yeah. Yeah, her boyfriend or so is her boyfriend like has said some really fucked up shit or whatever. I don't know. Jimmy Levy, that's the guy's name. Jimmy Levy, yeah, yeah. the Levies versus the Swifties yeah. at the local Target like, like, parking like, lot. Look at this guy. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> this looks like if you asked uh, like Chat uh, Chat GPT to uh, generate you an image between Kim Jong Un and um, uh, DJ Khaled. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, props to the guy that does his hair because it is, it it's, looks, it, is it, it looks computer generated. <laughs> yeah. And like just how, like, like sp specific it is. Like, I, it's, that's fucking crazy. He has very specific hair. Pressure, give me the plea. I'm from there, please. 
Is a Christian rapper? Yeah. targeting our kids is very good that's good yo they totally missed the opportunity to uh mash this up with footage of like the george floyd summer like raids on uh targets, targets and stuff. yeah like that would have you know taken it over yeah. you know the edge this looks budget af i mean besides the ai generated kim jong-un dj khaled mashup Yo, that's gonna be stuck in my fucking head all week. Our kid is targeting our kids. <laughs> oh, man. oh man, thank you so much for that. That was great. Yeah. I, th- I thought Chris would like that. Yeah, I'm, no, that I'm, gonna be... put, I'm gonna put it in the chat so you can enjoy it yeah, in private later. That authentically raised my spirits. <laughs> And I mean, I saw like parents going into, it were like peep, I don't know if they're parents, peep, weird fucking freaks going into Target and like looking at like onesies that have rain, like little cute rainbows on them yeah. with like little, you know, like the little cloud and the mm-hmm. rainbow and being like, what is this? And it's like, dude, you are fucking <laughs> losing your mind. What are those things that you put in um, uh, those fucking rubber uh, uh, sandals or whatever, the little like gibbets or whatever, like the little. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. To put in Crocs, like the little charms. <laughs> what are they called? Oh, yeah. I don't remember what I they're called, called like, but yeah. Yeah, 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 something, something like that. Yeah, dis- so, some disturbing. parent finds like a little rainbow and like, oh my god, <laughs> oh, my kids' feet are gay. <laughs> they're transing my kids' feet. Uh, yeah, um, uh, thoughts and prayers to every Target employee who, oh just, yeah, who just has to fucking deal with this now. Oh my god, I, did any of you work at Target? No, no, I worked at Target. Oh really? It was such a difficult job like honestly it really was um and like i had i did cashier work right and like um one of the things that you have to do to get a job in target at least you know circa 2005 when i was getting the job was you have to go and buy yourself a target uniform they don't even buy you a uniform yeah you and you it. have to but buy the uniforms it. just a red shirt a red polo and khakis was the um the uniform that we had to do so yeah. i've to- never worked a job where they gave you a uniform ever they sell the khakis and the red polos at Target. You can buy red khakis and polos at Walmart. I mean, sure, it's about wherever. the same price as Target. They could have just given to me. But anyway, like they make everybody uh, do that. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't know. It was just they, one of the most sinister things was that they had even back then a little like timing thing at the cash cash register that if you didn't process it like fast enough, like if if the beginning to the end of the transaction per like item was slower than a certain amount then like you got penalized and if you got too low of a grade then like you were you know basically on thin ice yeah Yeah, exactly and the thing that would slow you down was check writing anytime anybody took out a checkbook you were going to get like demoted for that the other thing that would um uh, slow you down is uh, children because like the children are like tempted by like this wall of like 
things designed things to tempt designed them. to tempt children and you know like the parent is already like at their wits end right because they're dealing with like this kid who's like doesn't want to be there and is constantly just like you know being seduced by marketing <laughs> all, all the trans stuff yeah right <laughs> yeah exactly yeah, all right. the gibbets yeah. that will turn them gay and uh they are like losing their shit in the uh checkout aisle regularly. yeah dude there's snickers like right at eye level for these little fuckers yeah, yeah. and oh man i just like so it's already a difficult job, and now on so top hard. of it, you have these fucking freaks like do, filming rap videos in the yeah. in the in the sporting goods aisle. Yeah, there was actually some discourse about this on Twitter of like people being pissed off that Target kind of capitulated to some of these some of these freaks and like got rid of some of their merchandise. And then other people, like I saw this one person who's a Target employee who said like, hey, I'd like to not uh, risk my life so that you can buy <laughs> rainbow striped <laughs> bikinis. Like that's not really like Target is maybe doing this to protect their employees, which I doubt is the case. But, yeah. you know, well, you know, all, what I have to say to that employee is, hey, if, if, if the heat's too high, get out of the kitchen. Hey, you that's know? good. Yeah. Just go find another yeah. job. Right. Hey, that's easy enough it, to do. If this Target makes you cringe let me help you pack okay um if you're not part of the target liberation army that's like personally and directly changing this country for the better then you know like i don't know what to do with you yeah you know lay your life down for the, this uh, for rainbow capitalism yeah yeah for, for, yeah for a a, a t-shirt that, that says like uh i'm gay are you yeah 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 Oh, all right, something significantly <laughs> less funny. Although I, I shouldn't, maybe I shouldn't say that because this is even the the Target stuff is extremely fucked up. But at least like the rap is funny. This next story is nothing funny about it. Yeah, this is uh, part of our bearing witness series. Yeah, um, where we just sort of spend some time talking about some really fucked up shit and how um, usually something that the police did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Uh, a man named Dexter Barry, who, uh, so in 2008, Barry was diagnosed with a uh, congestive heart failure and spent years walking around with basically a battery that was attached to his heart through like a stint. And finally in 2020 was, um, given a heart transplant and got a new heart. And if you know anything about organ transplants, the moment something with somebody else's DNA whether it's a virus or a bacteria or another person's heart enters your body, your bodies are trying to destroy it. It's like, what your the immune fuck system, is this? Yeah, this is a foreign body. We got to get this shit out of here. So if you have an organ transplant, um, you have to go on drugs that essentially suppress your immune system and stop your body from targeting this new organ. And so Barry had been on uh, three daily doses of a drug designed to suppress um, his immune system and stop it from rejecting his new heart. So it took him 12 years to get this heart, right? Yeah, very long waiting list. Yeah. Then in 2022, uh, Barry was arrested. Basically, his neighbor, he and his neighbor had been sharing a Wi-Fi network and splitting the bill. And his neighbor stopped paying for his half of the bill, but was still using the Wi-Fi. And the two had an altercation, just a verbal altercation, in which Barry said that he would fuck his ass up. Uh, the neighbor called the police. The police arrived and detained him. And the cop assured him that he wasn't going to jail. They were just trying to cool, to you know, do a cooling off period. 
Barry told the arresting officer six times that he had a heart transplant and that he had to take his medication. And it was just after noon, which was when he took his second dose. And he was like, I'm already late for my second dose. I have to take this medication. The cop said, don't worry about it. We'll get you your medication. The detainment turned into an arrest. He was taken to a jail facility. And he didn't resist arrest. He He didn't didn't do anything. He admitted to saying it to his neighbor. And he was like, look, I just said it in the heat of the moment because he was being an asshole. And he's like, I haven't been in a fight in 10 years. I have a heart transplant. Like, I'm not looking for trouble from anybody. Also, I am shocked to find out that this is assault or threat threat of assault because, like, violence underpins all negotiations. (laughs) Like, that is just the reality of the situation. That's true. Unless you're going to involve the cops in, you know, a uh, written uh, agreement that you have over text to like pay the Wi-Fi. The idea is if you don't pay, I fuck your ass up. And that turn of phrase is so common and so used in so non actually threatening situations. I will fuck you up by changing the Wi-Fi password. The point is that is so such a um I I would say a uh, a non-threatening thing. You know which it's is It's not a big deal. It's not a yeah. big deal at all. How and, many times and it have probably you been goes, told someone's going to fuck your ass up. And Oh, like never. If somebody did I would cry. Oh, really? Oh yeah. Oh, people tell me they're going to fuck my ass up all the time. But I'm a girl. Uh, that doesn't happen. Yeah, that doesn't really happen to people will tell me that. That doesn't really happen to me either, so I don't know what it's because you you you're a bicyclist. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, that's probably. probably when most people tell you that. I got. I've been in one fight in my life. Did you win? Oh yeah. Hell yeah. Um, but so he ends up. He does end up getting arrested, where they do no medical exam on him. And this jail facility, this is in Jacksonville, has admitted that they have a massive backlog of doing medical examinations on people who have been taken into custody. The average is two weeks before you get any kind of medical exam. And, you know, you're being kept prisoner with no access to any medications that you might be on. If I were to be arrested today and taken in and detained and not given my medications, it would be extremely dangerous for me. And I'm not even on, like, any... I'm just on psych meds. But, like, I can't go off them. It's very dangerous for me to go off them. And a lot of people who are on daily medications are in the same situation. So he's held for two days. He gets released on bond. By that point, he's missed five doses. Of this medication he's held on bond um he or he gets off on a 500 dollar uh bond goes home immediately starts taking the medication but it's too late and three days later he dies a coroner county coroner refuses to do an autopsy on him so the family has to pay out of pocket to get a private coroner to come examine the body and do an autopsy the coroner determines that um It was, he did die from his body rejecting the heart, but that he is unwilling to say directly that it was caused, the rejection was caused by the missed doses because he doesn't feel that he has the medical expertise to make that determination. Yeah, or he's just like, hey, I have a functioning heart and these cops know where I live too and I need it to keep going. Yeah, and so that means that it's going to be... they're the ones that buy my services the most. Right, exactly, which means it's going to be very difficult for the family to sue the police department without any proof that their actions directly led to his death. I feel like the proof is pretty obvious. Yeah, but, still, but it's, like, you have to have some kind of expert or authority say, you know, that this was the cause of death. And if they can't get that, then it's going to be a real uphill battle for them. And not that it wouldn't have been an uphill battle anyway, but like at least if you could have an an autopsy that showed that it that it was the direct actions of the police department that led to his death, 
but without that, it's... Like, how common is this, getting kidnapped for two days to cool off uh, over a text wherein you basically underline, like, hey, if our negotiation falls out, um, violence? Like, that's yeah, enough to yeah. get put in a cage for two days and, you know, denied life-saving medication that you've told the cops, like, no short of, like, five or six times. Six he was, times, he, he was, told the arresting officer. And he was begging while in prison. And, and he was told that he would get his medication. And now here's the really fucked up thing is that it is suspected by journalists who have been reporting on it and by the family that the reason he didn't get the medication is because it is extremely expensive. It's like $3,000 for a uh, um, like five-day supply or something like that. I can't remember the exact figures, but it's very expensive to get this medication. And so they believe that... Um, I think it's like Alpha or something. I can't remember the name of the medical provider. But, you know, like they hire private medical providers in these jail systems. And so they they believe that it's because it was too expensive that they didn't buy it. They and, didn't give it to him. But like it was two minute walk away from the jail, like yep. his house where the, the guy was saying like, hey, you know, they're on the fucking counter. Can you get my wife to come in and, and give me these fucking pills yeah. or whatever? And jails are very reluctant to let in outside medications um, because, could you know, be super like, soldier serum. It could, it could they be. They could just bust out the fucking bars. <laughs> like the Hulk, just like, yeah. But there are mechanisms for jails to, ha there are policies in place for jails to allow in certain outside drugs, including if they are prohibitively expensive for the jail to pay for. So yeah. it's not like this is unprecedented to let somebody, to let somebody who's being detained have a medication from outside the jail. And, you, you know, you want to like, just like, <laughs> this story has like so many complexities that just kind of get at the root of, um, American dysfunction because there's also like why do you have to still like the first heart transplant is like I think over like 50 years old like this is a a tried and true procedure um and the medications to keep uh, uh, a organ from being rejected are over 40 years old this this regimen has not changed in decades yeah and why is it still so fucking expensive? Why is it so fucking expensive? Why um, is it? Uh, why and why? Why don't we have like any sort of innovation in this technology at all? Because like, there's this really moving um, uh, guest essay in the New York Times from a double heart transplant um, uh, recipient. She uh, uh, is, is one. She, she's written two books, mainly about being a, uh, a, a uh, someone with chronic illnesses. And, um, uh, you know, and she talks about how there's, there's this, like, gratitude paradox where, um, you know, people who get transplants, right, the, are already, like, so thankful that they got something that is, like, you know, obviously someone else had to die so that you could get your transplant, right? And so, like... And so many other people need it. And so, yeah, right. That, like, it, it's very difficult for anyone... for transplant recipients to advocate for themselves to say this isn't good enough yeah because they're so lucky to just get this but no one talks about how like the average like major organ transplant recipient lives about 10 years like that's great. oh my god that's, that is that's like considered the best case scenario is like 10 years for a major Holy organ shit. transplant is that because it mostly happens to people who are already at the end of their life or? no it's because the these if no, because you you're not really eligible for an organ transplant if you're at the end of your life. Yeah, yeah. No, the, you're the, not going to be on. You're not going to be high on that list. Yeah, no. It's because the drugs that you take to keep it from 
being rejected uh, make you sick <laughs> because they're immunosuppressants. Yeah. So everything else that can get a person sick is going to happen to you. And it's, it's like and having significantly AIDS, more da- da- yeah. dangerous. Yeah. Like through prescription. Yeah. 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 And so everything else is that much more dangerous to you. And eventually, the the and the, and they're not always going to work anyway. The, yeah. You could still get it re- rejected anyway. Yeah. So it's like the, the, it's just like another one of those things where it's like this guy should be able to not be off the leash of like three times a day medications for a heart transplant but because we have a system that just is very happy to make that much fucking money off of transplant victims or, yeah. or tra- you know transplant recipients that's like you know that the, the people are vulnerable like yeah. this in a political yeah. legislature that has no incentive whatsoever to make laws such that they can't charge such an outrageous premium on intellectual property controlled like patented drugs that were made 40 fucking years ago yeah so it's a very tragic story yeah. um the family's obviously just devastated and um by all accounts he was a really wonderful guy and um r.i.p <sighs> wildflower yeah yes, please. please all right we get two hell yeah first up orcas yeah this we- isn't some i mean this is kind of one of those quasi wildflowers where it's just kind of funny and it rules these orcas are fucking up boats yeah and specifically yachts yes and specifically yachts in uh, europe they really they got like the boats that should be <laughs> Uh, uh, attack. Uh, I don't know how they figured that one out. Yeah, so these are boats uh, generally in Gibraltar, or near Gibraltar, uh, and experts have suggested that a traumatized killer whale may be inadvertently teaching others to target them. I don't know that that's inadvertent. Yeah, I mean, that these things are direct. very smart. There was, yeah. a, uh, there was something else I was reading a while ago about this, where there's like um, uh, scientists will study like trends in different orca pods mm-hmm. and watch them catch on. Mm-hmm. And there was one where like it would they would like wear like a dead salmon on its head, okay, and then like everyone else in the pod would like just put a salmon on its head. They have fashion, yeah, dogs. and it like They're moved to like cheap is what it is. It moved to like adjoining <laughs> pods, and you, and it would go yeah, and, and it was fashion in the sense that it lasted for like six months or something and then it got old yeah well and then there was a reactionary orca that like did a video where they were like yo woke salmon hats are trying to make your kids gay Uh, so yeah, holler, uh, shout out to the orcas that are fucking up yachts off of, uh, Spain and Portugal. Seriously. We see you, we support you. You know, like, I, I would say that they're, they're joining the class war, but for real, they're starting it. Like, yeah. you know, like I, you don't see, you don't see working class people fucking up yachts around these parts. Yeah. And we should uh, be honestly, we, we, we stand in, in solidarity with the orcas, uh, swim in solidarity with the orcas. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I'm hoping that they, uh, they live up to their fucking name. All right. You know, let's fucking kill get... whales, kill them all. So it was when growing up, like Literally I, eat the rich. I, yeah. I was told, um, you know, like in school, they're like, even though it's named killer whale, they call it that because it fucks up and kills other whales and other like large uh, animals in the sea. But to this date, there has not been a single recorded orca attack. And then like in the wild, in the in the wild. Yeah. yeah. But then like what, two years ago or so, there was like one or two. And- well, this isn't the first time orcas have attacked yachts off the coast of Europe. 
Um, it happened I like three or four years ago. There was also a pod of orca that were fucking up yachts. Um, I'm surprised that I haven't seen anybody referring to that, unless I hallucinated it. But I'm like ninety percent sure that that happened. Yeah, I, I thought I remember reading that, reading about that also. That's that, that must be so fucking scary. Like, like have an orca attacking your yacht? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. I mean, they probably deserve it, like whatever. But like. I, I I assume that the way that they do that is just by ramming it. They ramming do, yeah, it. yeah. And right. biting it, yeah. Yeah, they they pump they apparently puncture holes in it through yeah. a combination of just like using their own massive body and skeletal frame to yeah. like smash into it, as well as like bite the parts their they teeth, can yeah. bite. Jesus, it's fucking metal. Yeah, and yeah. like you know, I'm here for it. it like um, this is like the the boat version of Crash Day uh, <laughs> from uh, uh, fucking Ministry of the Future. Yeah, which which like. Honestly, I fucking love that book. Mm-hmm. I think everybody should read it. I think that, you know, it, it really grapples with some stuff. But in that narrative, it's all humans doing the work of essentially, um, you know, global uh, anti-industrial, anti-super-rich uh, terrorism. But I think in reality, it's going to probably be largely the animal kingdom, starting with the most sentient amongst them. And, like, the fact that this isn't... Um, fiction. The fact that this is actually happening, <laughs> yeah, and like it's a growing trend, and it's being led by like a commander of the orcas called White Gladys with trauma, <laughs> yeah. like a traumatized general. Yeah, like literally, very the, dangerous. The, did you guys see the new Avatar, The no. Way of Water? No. Basically, this is you know a real life manifestation of the um, the the story that was told in that. Mm. Which yeah. go see it, do yourselves <laughs> no, a favor. Not it's gonna, so David fucking and I good. don't don't watch I'm it. Not, anyway. Not going to spend that money. It's, no? it's degenerate. <laughs> <laughs> I cried twice. It was awesome. No, it was really really good. They turned Sigourney Weaver into a sixteen year old, and it that's was so right. convincing. Yeah, that's fucked up. It was so don't convincing. Do you want to hear our second wildflower? Yes. So Britain's butterflies are bouncing back, thanks in large part to Britain's gardens providing a safe haven. Hell yeah. So they've been doing research on this um, since 2007, and they have found that uh, half of the 22 species of butterflies that they surveyed had faster population increases in gardens than in other habitats, as much as 200%. Damn. So the populations of Britain's butterflies have been dropping for many years now, and they're basically... Um, hypothesizing that because these gardens are sort of protected spaces that are less likely to have predators of butterflies in them and that they have the right kinds of perennials that are growing because they're highly desired perennials in Britain, um, that it is leading to kind of a little mini explosion in butterfly populations. Hell yeah. Very exciting. So plant your gardens, folks. Bring back the butterflies. We we've been observing no mo may. We have much yeah. to the chagrin of our neighbors. Most <laughs> we likely. don't know that probably, <laughs> yeah. but it looks like shit. That's for sure. Yeah, our yard yeah. definitely looks like shit. Well, uh, like across the street, everyone has like very well manicured. Like they like poison their lawns to keep it. They hire, <laughs> yeah, they hire out landscaping. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. Like like we, when we were leaving today, they were like watering it because we haven't had rain in like two weeks. Our house and looks like shit. It looks like absolute dog shit. But I bet the bees like it. 
Oh, the oh, bees sure are loving it. Yeah, oh, yeah. Sure and the wasps. Yeah, we yeah. have a lot of pollinators. Yeah. yeah. I've got like a little part of my garden that I dedicate to wildflowers. Um, and I also uh, don't rip up any of my dandelions. And I also don't, um, uh, you know, try to reseed grass seed over the clover and yeah, the we, ground we ivy that, yeah. that's there. Because like the bees really like that. And my apple trees are bananas right now. It's crazy. Your the apples flowers? are bananas? Yeah. Oh, my God. It, you it, can't do that. <laughs> that's too I, different fruits i probably have like a thousand apples growing on one of my trees <laughs> and like i obviously that's not gonna all come to you know full fruit, full fruit fruition. Um, fruition um but there are like all these you know there's probably yeah like about a thousand like little apples like wow formed. So that's cool the bees have just been loving my apple blossoms and i can't wait chris's to apple s- blossoms being brings all the bees <laughs> to the yard damn right they're not all gonna become apples yeah and even some graphs that I put on, um, or my friend Asa put on, um, this season are blossoming, which I've never seen before. I've never seen graphs blossom in like the first month that they've been put on. Wow. Um, Congrats. Ours ours isn't blossoming. Really? No. Do you think it's going to survive? Yeah, no, it it looks, it's got a lot of leaf, but. You've got a very mature apple tree, right? Oh, Oh yeah, we have a lot of, we have two very mature apple trees that are too mature, but we also bought. Are those um, blossoming at all? Oh yeah, those went all over the place. Oh, okay. But um, but we have another one that we just bought last season that we I put in the ground and it it's coming back. How are your thornless blackberries doing? Uh, I got one that survived. Uh, one survived the big, the really the big stock that you let me survived, and then there, there's yeah. another one that might still make it. Nice. Yeah. You even next year you're going to get a bunch of runners and a yeah. bunch of yeah, new shoots. Sure. So. Yeah, if anybody in the area uh, wants the best uh, fruiting plant that I've ever planted, um, the scion from that, let me know. Uh, I'll I'll dig up a runner and, and put it in a bucket, and maybe it'll survive for you. Cool. But yeah, fucking, I've got like four of those, and they keep multiplying, and like they're just monsters, and they create like this almost like child fist sized berry. It's like insane. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Iron Weeds. Hope you enjoyed it. Chris, tell us about your next show. Oh, uh, well, there is a show going on tonight, but listeners That'll won't. That'll come out yeah. after this. Um, and, but the, the one that is going to come out in time for people to go to uh, who are listening to this is on Saturday at Rare Form. So Saturday, June 3rd. And I What think, time is it? I think that one starts at like 6. It's outdoor and... Um, uh, yeah, at Rare Form. Um, and I don't know when we're going on, but it should be a Outdoor good time. Outdoor at Rare Form? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rare Form has like a uh, back parking lot. Um, oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, it's actually a really awesome uh, little venue. Um, <laughs> according to the Troy subreddit, it is uh, the bane of the existence of all the people who live in Vicina uh, or whatever, like the casino looking um, high rise luxury condo that's right adjacent cool, to Rare fuck Form. Them. <laughs> But uh yeah. sorry if you live there. <laughs> yeah, and if you're a listener, you know, like uh We I don't mean know. you. I just you tolerate my band, okay? <laughs> <laughs> All right. And David, you wanna um hype your upcoming events? Yeah, I have a book talk at the Schenectady Historical Society uh June twenty second. Shit. We're so prepared. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh June twenty second at six PM. Nice. Uh, 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 yeah, so you just go to the Schenectady County Historical Society. It's uh, 32 Washington Ave. Uh, there, it'll, there'll be like a nice little like garden um, uh, drinks. They're, they're going to do like some oh, drinks really? at, at first and then like cocktails. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that'll be cool. 
And I don't have shit. So, in the meantime, <laughs> you can follow us on Twitter. Iron Reads Pod. And on Instagram. Iron Reads Pod. Send us an email. Why don't you? At Iron Reads Pod. At, at gmail.com. Thank you so much. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye. Peace. Yeah. Yeah. Tangelo shoppers. Tangelo yeah. shoppers. Yeah.